Motivation is not going to strike, so stop waiting for it and let's get started. Sometimes just a few minutes of effort leads to the momentum you need to get the job done. This Saturday episode is meant to be your jumpstart to get the ball rolling. You can stop at five minutes or you can keep on going. But either way, grab your donation bag and amaze yourself at what you're going to get done in five minutes. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, Everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Saturday morning five-minute declutter with me. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and welcome to Printing to Prosper. So we are going to begin this Saturday like we begin every Saturday, and that is with setting our intention. So I'd love you to get in the habit of joining your work with prayer. So whatever or whomever is weighing on your heart or your mind this morning, I want you to offer up the next five minutes of decluttering for that person or that cause because the more we can unite prayer to our work, the closer we're going to grow to our Lord throughout our day every single day. And the benefits, I can't even begin to tell you what your your day is going to look like and feel like when you make this a habit. The second thing I want you to do is to set your carrot. So when I say set your carrot, that means like, What's going to actually tempt you to do the thing that you don't want to do? So I call this a carrot. You can say it's a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. It's enjoying something while you do something that you don't want to do, whatever that looks like for you. So hopefully this podcast is just that for your Saturday morning that you think, ooh, Saturday morning, let's declutter for five minutes and see what Gina has to say. And the last thing I want you to do is set your reward. What are you going to cheer about for yourself at the end of this five minutes? Because I think we need to celebrate little wins. I've been in some homes that are so overwhelming for the homeowners with clutter, they don't know where to begin. So, you know, every little bag, every grocery bag that is removed from their house is a celebration. And for other people, it might look very different. Everybody's on their own journey here. So I just want you to celebrate a little bit for yourself when you complete your five minutes. And that means you're physically getting it out of your house, whether you're putting it in your car or you're putting it on the front porch and you're going to have Green Drop come and pick it up or you're going to have another charity come and pick it up. Or I will be okay if you have a small pile in your house that maybe you take to the thrift store once a month or something. That's personally what I do. I have a Goodwill pile that I just keep in my house. Okay, so today we are still in the kitchen, so I want you to head on over to your kitchen, get your donation bag or your box, and we are going to set the clock for five minutes, and let's go. We are going to declutter today cups and glasses. So this is going to be interesting to see if I can talk about cups and glasses for five minutes. Not really sure if I can do that, so 
let's just head on over to wherever you keep them. And hopefully you did coffee mugs when we did coffee items. But if you didn't get to that, then you can lump coffee mugs in with this as well. And I also did travel mugs that day. So, and just FYI, I know I said in that episode that I was looking for like a really good travel mug that's going to fit in my van. And I think I found one yesterday at Home Goods, but I didn't pull the trigger because I wanted to see if my husband wanted one too. And that would change the color that I picked. Anyway, I really want to get down to the bare minimum because we have so many random travel mugs and things. But anyway, head on over to where you keep your glasses that you drink from at your meals. Hopefully you are using real glasses because I am all about using your good things. And if you're going to have a beverage, uh, why not enjoy it? I think everything tastes better in a glass. (laughs) And, you know, I'm not a big fan of plastic. And when I have wine, I drink my wine out of my wedding crystal that I got because why not, right? So also, I want to take a second and talk about sippy cups. So if you've got sippy cups in your life still, make sure all the lids match up. Make sure they aren't chewed to pieces. Make sure that you still have kids that want a sippy cup. Maybe you only have a visitor once a year that would need a sippy cup. Do you really need to keep it for once a year? Because let's be realistic, a mom with a toddler probably has a sippy cup in the car and she doesn't need you to hang on to that one. So if your kids are done with sippy cups or any kind of special drinking cups, then feel free to go ahead and get rid of these. Now, I am also going to tell you a little bit about dishes and moms that are overwhelmed with dishes. So here is a different train of thought that you might want to implement into your home that I encourage clients with extremely overwhelmed situations um, when they just feel like they're drowning this is what I recommend. I recommend one place setting for each person in the house. So if you've got four people in your family, then you have four cups. You have four plates, you have four bowls, you have four forks, knives, spoons, etc. That is it. And I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, Gina, we're never going to have enough. Like, Well, technically you will because you only can eat off of one plate at a time. And then the next time that you go to eat, you're going to have to wash that plate. One of the places I get a lot of inspiration from as a mom, um, and I guess it kind of bleeds over into my decluttering job and stuff too, is I love big families. Like I will watch people on YouTube, not so much anymore, but um, back when I had younger kids, I loved watching this woman. I don't know her name. I'm very sorry, but she had 10 kids. And she ran a tight ship. Let me tell you, this woman was amazing. And she was the one that first put this idea in my head that everybody has their own place setting. And she kind of ran her household like a little bit of a camp or a school. And you literally, every kid washed their place setting at the end of the meal and they put it in their cubby or they put it um, back at their place and they had the table set at all times. But I think they may even have had a color for each person, you know, like a red plate, an orange plate, yellow, da, 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 da. But I'm not sure about that. But anyway, the less you have, the less it force, or the more it forces you to stay on top of actually cleaning it. So you're going to have to clean it anyway. 
So you might as well clean it when there's only a few things in the sink versus 20 plates in the sink and you are completely overwhelmed and the food is caked on and it's now a huge chore to get it off. So if you are overwhelmed with dishes, this is an extreme thing that I recommend. I don't recommend you get rid of your stuff for good, but possibly boxing it up and putting it in the basement or somewhere else where you're not tempted to reach in the box and grab it. Um, This is also good for seasons of life like when you're potty training or when you're breastfeeding or when you have a new baby or you have a sickness in the house. Those kind of situations where you're just like, I can't handle one more thing. So that's what you do is you just take it down to the bare minimum. And we are done. (laughs) I can't believe I actually, okay, can't believe I actually spent five minutes talking about cups. Anyway, go ahead, box up what you can donate. If you want to make sure you just have a nice matching set, then go ahead, treat yourself to that. You can thrift for these things. There's always, always, always a nice set of glasses at thrift stores or estate sales that you can do the super budget friendly. So don't think that I'm telling you to get rid of everything and, oh, you can just go to Nordstrom and buy all new things. No, 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 no. Secondhand is awesome for your planet, for your budget, and for, um, I just think it's pretty and cool. What can you find out there? All right, girls, wrap it up and have a great day. Take care. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to announce that this fall, I'll be conducting another round of my signature coaching course, Pruning to Prosper. It's an eight-week group coaching course where we dive deep into the woman God is calling you to be. We spend the first week talking about who you're called to be and the next seven weeks really doing the work of decluttering, budgeting, meal planning, implementing routines, finding your tribe, working on mindset, talking about abundance, and sharing your gifts. If this sounds like something you would love to be part of, please click on the link in the show notes to be added to my waitlist, and you'll be the first to know when the doors open. Have a great day.